All right, we're starting. Who's opening with what? Brought to you by Panther Airsoft. You're literally at the field. Panther Airsoft. <laughs> the only field that you should play at in BC. We're, we're literally well, I live. I don't want to go as far as BC because I don't want to screw with. I the know guys we're live up north. <laughs> oh well, yeah, I know. But like outside, like can we say the Lower Mainland? Sure, we'll go Lower Mainland. The guys up north are pretty cool sometimes. Yeah, like, yeah. It depends on who we deal with. I mean, but I mean, like yeah, Lower Mainland, every other field. Bye bye. Yeah, they don't exist. Like, what was that other Sasquatch? Sasquatch, yeah, Sasquatch field. <laughs> yeah, I hear that one is is pretty good. I heard it's not open no. anymore right now at the moment. And then we have what? Um, I don't even know what the other fields. Entrapment. Entrapment. Oh, got the entrapment field. Oh I my thought, gosh. I thought it was bushwhack. All right, that, this is how we started our podcast, guys. This is hilarious. All right, welcome to another episode of Pantera's Off Holding Table Talk. Episode ten. Yes, we are. What's right behind us? Episode ten. Episode three. <laughs> no, literally, what is right behind us? Episode, episode nine. Show skeleton remains. Episode three. What are the remains of Airsoft Amigo? Did they get to episode three? No, I think they got the episode four. Oh, okay. Sorry, I was. Yeah. Oh, I, that was. I'm not trying to shoot at you, Tim and Matt. We're well, just saying, just just do I another am. show. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah, uh, episode ten, man. Yeah, here we are. Not bad. Hey, we're back at the field here, guys. Um, we got this really bright light, so don't mind us as we squint away. I could barely see. I'm Asian, Mac. so that's just racist. <laughs> You're Asian too, boy. What the hell? I'm smiling. <laughs> <laughs> Um, <laughs> Imagine oh not being goodness. able to partake in that joke. Oh. <laughs> it's all right. Your privilege is still oozing off. Of oh, my God. <laughs> um, anything happened at the field, guys? Uh, we had a really good weekend. A long weekend, too. Yeah, BC, yeah. BC Day long weekend, we had too. Quite, uh, not, not a, no, we had a large turnout. We had a lar- lar- yeah, large turnout. Yeah. Yeah, we had Would you call it a large turnout? I'd call it more of like your... You know, typical summer. No, I say it was a Sunday kind of great thing. turnout. No one was freaking out. Oh yeah, yeah, no freakouts. And yeah. people were able to play. There was a couple of things that the you know the referees had to deal with and stuff like that. The the usual every weekend we always have the same problems and stuff. Mags and guns, barrel bags, and I pro on the field. But other than that, I think I think we had a pretty good weekend. Yeah. 120 people, you get one or two bad eggs. It's like 0.8%. Yeah, you ain't getting that at the Sasquatch field. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Any sort of topics that came up from our last podcast? I know we were pretty aggressive. Well, not aggressive, but like Uh, it was like more of like a PSA for... Yeah, well, I mean, just touching on again, um, Prairie Dog, we heard you, and I'm sorry. He did comment on the video, uh, yeah, so yeah, 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 did you? Yeah. Did you watch his latest yeah, video? Oh, no, I watched it because um, I yeah. feel like he got a lot of good kills. Uh, no, I feel like he had a great weekend. Are we yeah. talking about Prayer One Reed Dog? Prayer One, yes. Prayer One, Amen. Prayer One, yeah, yeah. Perfect. I got my Lucas Botkin hat on right now, so I feel like super. Like, where's your where's your shot timer though? <laughs> well, that's, yeah, let's not talk about that. That's a little sensitive for him right now. Oh my god. Yeah. Um yeah, anything new at the field or anything like that? I'm sure you're always busy. <laughs> We're just roasting you today. It's coming, guys. It's coming. Okay. Well, I guess we can tell them about the Palisade wall we're doing. That's not really going to be a secret. 
Yeah, but I just don't want to get people's hopes up thinking that they're going to show up next weekend or this this this, this weekend. Well, we can say we're starting it. They'll start to see it get built. Like, it starts, we're starting to put it in tomorrow. True. I mean, people did notice all the lumber that showed up and yeah. were asking <laughs> right. what it's for. That's, that's what it's for. for. Like, I, come on, man. You're really going to do that to me? Doing me dirty here, boy. Uh, <laughs> I don't keep up to date with these things. Why are you so silent? You don't give me any backup here. Well, what, what am I really supposed to say other than the fact that we got to... You know, get on it and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, we gotta do some work here. Yeah. Say, ow, my knee. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Used to be an airsofter. Until? I took a BB to the knee. No, I was gonna say gear shim. <laughs> I, was gonna, I was gonna be like, uh, I used to be a carpenter, but then I took a car to the leg. Oh, we're talking about your day job. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, the weekend. Well, you know, people's guns would stop breaking. Yeah. You know, just for, you know, one weekend. Buddy, or even a day. Buddy. You know, maybe we could, but look, it look doesn't, you, you know. Okay, he's already that, that the, the rubbing hands meme guy, you know. <laughs> he sees rain on the weekend, he's like, oh, these boys are coming at me. <laughs> connections they don't know what they're doing <laughs> do you actually charge people for uh repairing stuff or uh yeah you, yeah if when it's you gotta sick. get into it right Dude. simple fixes and job oh, i'm your manager okay i'm your manager i'm your manager you call me okay, guys? he doesn't even look at a gun until i say it's cool all right guys so basically this is my airsoft tech and i'm lending him to you guys okay that's all so that's what all. you're saying is anyone that wants to talk to you has to care in it I would like to speak to your manager. <laughs> I mean, I've already dealt with people like that. Can we get a wig for you for that? Well, yeah, we, we've had instances of it. Well, so we don't actually, no, we don't <laughs> mean, no, no, actually, it wouldn't be a Ken. He'd be, he, he'd be a Ken. Yeah, look at this. Yeah. I shaved my head, okay? Yeah. I don't need to be a, little bit lower. I, I don't need to be a Karen. I'm a Ken. No, you're the manager. <laughs> Somebody, it's almost to be the Karen to speak to you. They can't find you. Do, do I you? need to get my AR-15? I don't own one, okay? Just for, like, legal purposes here or anything like that. You're, you're fully automatic, weaponized. Se- semi-fully uh, automatic. Yeah, the one, with the, the one with the 15-round clip. 50, 50, 50 cal clip. 30 caliber clip. 50, I don't know, man. I've just seen so much man. bad stuff oh, about God. that. All right. Anyways. <laughs> Anyways. Um. Yeah. All right. Thank you for deflecting. There are things coming to the field. Stand by. There you go. Mm-hmm. Um, just a reminder for everybody, I'm sure Elliot likes this, is uh, make sure you do your waivers. And if you're doing rentals, do it online. Oh, yeah. Prepay mm-hmm. for the rentals. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There is. I, you I, can I, do that? Well, you, yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm just trying to bring it to the... I knew that you could do it, okay? Just there was an attempt. Really there was an attempt. My heart yeah. skipped a beat. It's clear, you know, like even if you have pay online in a giant button, they're still going to ask, can I pay online? Because. <laughs> okay. Well, how about the one with the COVID one? Because of COVID, we do the waivers online. Yeah. There you go. And people were clicking the wrong link. Yeah. It was, if you would like to read more about COVID, click mm-hmm. here. Mm-hmm. Please click here to do your online mm-hmm. waiver. People will click the more info and be like, the waiver's not mm-hmm. there. It took me to Facebook. I'm like, yeah, because that's where the write-up is. It says that's where the write-up is. And people were like, well, I didn't figure that out. Is it out. highlighted in, like, blue click here? Yes. Yep. It's red. It's okay. and it was in separate paragraphs. Yeah, so it's, I'm yeah. pretty unforgiving here. I can't. Yeah. Mind you, I haven't gone and looked at it on mobile, but uh, it's pretty easy to get to. I did one yesterday. I did yeah. one yeah. yesterday. It's pretty yeah. easy to navigate. Oh, yeah, very. Oh, I, I do it myself, right? Yeah. So I check it on mobile as well beforehand because I know how finicky it can get. Yeah. So I'm mm-hmm. like, just to make sure, I check it. And I got my phone and I check it. And I'm like, this is, right. this is easy. Yeah. Yep. So so Scroll down, end, click. In the end, though, 
does it even please matter? do your waivers there you go yeah the earlier you guys do them the easier uh time we have trying to organize things you know ahead of time and stuff like that we don't have to try and think of it on the spot and then just throw our hands up in the air and just say team deathmatch <laughs> i love yeah. it when people ask me at the field what game we're playing next and then i can mm -hmm. just shoot back at them with i'll let you know when i know well uh spe <laughs> speaking of um yeah shooting back answers um I, I just it just came to my mind right now is uh, when we gave them a, a choice right uh for i think uh gavin at the beginning of last week on i think it was saturday or sunday it was oh, he yeah. literally asked the group um he t for a vote on what they wanted to do as a group for their first game because everyone's like oh we're always gonna end up doing how the big was this group it, it was a, it was pretty decent, decent size, size right yeah. and um so because they were all complaining about you know the the same games all the time, so they well, voted. Don't get on it, it misconstrued, okay? It wasn't like everyone chose it and then everyone complained, okay? It's really dumb because it always comes down to a bad apple. And for if any reason he's listening and he figures it out that it's him, I am shitting on you. Well, hundred percent, we were shitting the one on who him. spoke up and said, "Let's play city." And yeah. then two games into the day, he came out and complained and said. Oh, we played a city, and it was yeah. like, it's been two games. That was like my response. I could not believe it. It's like, it's been two games. It's 11.56 here. <laughs> we, we, we went in at like quarter after 11, right? I thought we were right on time there, man. Like, well, you know? it's funny because there was this concept we threw out years ago of actually pre-doing the games at the beginning of the day. Yeah, pre-thinking them. Yeah, so yep. all the games you could see the games you got the day you could go whenever you want yeah big problem with that is people don't show up to the game speech <laughs> <laughs> so, like, so this game requires x amount of people when you had your head count you'd be like cool here's your list of games and we can go yeah. oh 20 percent of the people didn't show up to that game cool i can no longer keep to that schedule yeah mm -hmm. exactly mm -hmm. yeah and even if they have like a whiteboard or something for them to fill out to let you know that they'd like to participate in the game there's always a good chance that they might not even show up when the game's called too which screws things up even more yeah <laughs> so yeah i could see that going badly <laughs> again it's leaving it in their hands it turns out to uh, make it into uh, not so fun time all the time mm -hmm. so we tried to give them the fun for them yeah yep yeah yeah that's what we do no, as, as I like to say uh, I like drawing the lines out letting them know that this is the basketball court and if they play within the lines they'll have fun but if it's out of the lines uh, it's not going to be fun it, well it's not called basketball at that point yeah exactly <laughs> Basketball with like 50 people. Okay. Yeah. In, the, in this case, it's airsoft. That would make a really, really short game. <laughs> That'd be really funny, though. Put 50 people in a basketball court, see what happens. I don't think you'd be able to dribble. You could. You wouldn't be dribbling with a ball. You'd just be dribbling. You'd just have more, so than, have more than one ball involved. And I'm not even talking about the ball. You'd just be standing at dribbling at that Double point. Double dribbling. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy. Um, shall we get on here? Yeah. All right. Uh, so for one of the topics here that we're talking about um, is um, the reason we remind people to do their waivers and to do their rentals is we're seeing an influx of new players that are coming in. Um, even though we don't have rentals going, there's still a lot of people that are bringing in their friends, bringing in, you know, um, relatives, um, their children. And since there's nothing else to do at home, they just end up coming here because it's like the greatest place to come to because social distance is even greater here due to the fact that we are in an expansive 54, 53, 54, 57.1 acre forest. Yeah. So that is the topic that we're going to get into today. here today is how do we get new players into airsoft or in this case into our field, but we could expand that into airsoft. Um, we're going to 
try and base this out of our personal experiences and as well as like other people's stories because like there's different ways of getting someone to play airsoft here um for starters for me it was a bunch of coworkers that were already playing airsoft and they like they saw me and i had already multiple hobbies in line already and they're like do you want to add to that and i'm like i already know what airsoft is right and for me to get into this, I know that I'm not going to stop. I just go, like, full, full out. And this was me in my mid-20s, too. Like, I didn't start when I was a kid. So I have a different experience from being, you know, like, or other people who started, you know, as young as, like, 10 or 11, you know, versus me, where I started in my mid-20s, and I already knew what it was, and I knew how much I was going to get into. <laughs> but that didn't take much convincing because there was already about six of them that were like in a team and they're like, oh yeah, no, we, you know, if you jump in with us, like we get like a team discount, I'm like, oh, okay, well, let's do it, right? And how, how many is there for team discount there, Elliot? Like, is it like? Uh, if you're asking me on the fly, I normally have that top of my head. Um, like six or more or something like that. I, usually it's about six that we start yeah, offering discounts yeah. because you have to have enough regular players. And when mm -hmm. I say like six. Because that's what we base in our six. shop. And that's what yeah. I, I base yeah. all my stuff off of you. Yeah, so that's, six that's regulars. You have to that's how regulars yeah. six regulars recurring. Yeah, not yeah. six names. Yeah, no. yeah, so that's that's how I got into it. I was like, oh, they're, they're going to get discounts. And me being like, ooh, discount. <laughs> I'm like, okay, yeah, let's do it. Literally went to Trigger Airsoft. Like they opened like one month i think it was the first month and i went in there and bought all my gear and it didn't take me much convincing because like yeah i already had um coworkers and friends that were playing it so there's no problem for me so that's my experience what about you guys do you want to go mine's pretty short okay well i clearly didn't start ass off in canada yeah yeah well, no, exactly give us your two cents um or your two the, quids okay well <laughs> two cents or two quid you mean two two pence Pence. There it, you go. Is that you use pence? Pence for pennies. What's a quid then? Pound. Pound. Yeah. So that's equivalent. Why would of a you dollar. have a pound? That does. That have you ever held a pound coin? It weighs about a pound. Yeah, that's why it's called a pound. That's literally where. That's why you can only put like three or four in your wallet before your wallet feels like you got to break it. <laughs> damn, damn break. Wait, wait, that's <laughs> the yeah. more you know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, anyone ever says you want you want your your money back in change? All right, so, give me your two pounds here. Two pence. <laughs> <laughs> Airsoft in England, go. Okay, so friend of mine, friend of the family actually brought me into it. He was like, hey, do you want to try something out? News, guns, I'm into video games. I'm like, okay, sure. So he's like, okay, so you should probably get a gun. And I'm like, okay, so I start looking, get myself a Tokimuru Famas. I'm like, oh, hell yeah, I got the best gun ever. <laughs> Gun's an absolute piece of crap, and I loved it. Um, so good. So it, good. It creeped like crazy. The semi-auto and full auto wouldn't work. You had to, I ended up duct taping it together, and I'm like, yes, it works. I still have my mo moments that I would never relive in Canada with airsoft. How old were you at that time? 13. Wow. Oh, wow. You started yeah. young then. Yeah. Wow. Young Elliot. Oh, yeah. Wow. Back, back when I wasn't jaded at everything. Um, <laughs> I still remember the time I got to throw a grenade through the second story building of a, like an actual building instead yeah. of like, I say, like, we have buildings here. Not compared to where I used to play, we don't. Yeah. Definitely not like Europe, that's for sure. Well, yeah, like the place I used to play, they closed now, but yeah. it was a full RAF base, right? Wow. So when I throw through a second story window, if it goes all the way through and the doors open, it's rolling down that hall and mm -hmm. killing a whole squad. So I'm like, yeah, that's the kind of thing I'm like, I will never be able to relive that now. Instead, I get one story because people keep falling over. <laughs> Ellie, yeah. you're forgetting. Milsim. Yeah, see, I see what Milsim is out here. 
and I see what Milson West is, and I'm like, cool concept, won't ever be the same. Yeah. Because their buildings, unfortunately, because it's America, get beaten up with artillery before they give it to civilians. Well, I mean, some of the events down south have some pretty cool AOs. Some of the smaller groups, like I know, um, watching some of the uh, videos from uh, Alphonse and stuff like that, like the abandoned malls and stuff, I don't know how they get access to that sometimes, but... You know, those kinds of opportunities are really cool. Unfortunately, we don't have that up here. Okay. But. How about, so the best way to put it is Operation Red Dawn, where it was in Tranquil, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, take that entire cluster of buildings, triple it, mm -hmm. and that's what I was playing in. On, wow. On, on, just, just weekend okay. games. Yeah, that's cool. all right. That's, that's cool. That's cool. You got yeah. us beat, Elliot. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you beat so, us, Elliot. So it's memorable for you when oh, you yeah. first started. So that's, that's the peak I'm always trying to reach is can I give that experience to other people? And I'm like, I will try. And that's why I like working with film because they help me try. Yeah, exactly. You're, you're working with what you got and yeah. definitely trying yeah, to You one up it with tanks, let's be honest yeah. here. Oh, yeah. Definitely got <laughs> yeah. a good Any deal other out of that. How will they want to try to beat my tanks? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, I hear one got a helicopter, and then we got a bigger helicopter. Mm -hmm. <laughs> we have two helicopters. One and a half. Well, we one, one and a half, half helicopter. I don't want to say too much because I don't want to give it away for the people, but one of those helicopters won't be a helicopter. I can't really say what until it's done. Okay, cool. Okay. Yeah, but it's once, what, it's once what we're it's, talking about. Yeah, right once here. it's aired, then I'll tell people. Okay, okay, okay cool. But right. yes, they're one helicopter at uh, the other field, and ours is bigger. Well, there's so, Elliot trying to bring a little bit of UK airsoft over to us. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Attack? You want to enlighten us with how you got started and who helped you out or what your experience is? Uh, one of my good uh, friends, one of my best friends, uh, got me into Airsoft just because uh, he, he and I grew up together playing a lot of video games. And uh, I guess for a little bit of time, we didn't talk. And out of the blue, he messaged me uh, to play, you know, uh, I think it was like Arma or Counter-Strike or something like that. And then out of the blue, uh, we were getting frustrated. And he's just like, hey, you want to just come out? on the weekend play airsoft with me and i was like what what the heck is that of you know it's like i i remember sort of what airsoft was for, just from uh, being in japan and stuff like that and having a bb gun but like i remember it as soft air and like uh bbju you know like just bb gun kind of thing so it's like i had no real like uh context or like my want to stop you there where does soft air actually come from honestly i think just J japan really likes you know Reversing messing stuff. messing with people you know and Our translations uh, always end up like turning words around or sentences and stuff like that. Well, they actually call it soft air there? Uh, I actually have heard it both ways. I've heard it both ways just because there's a lot of uh, North American influence over there. You know, I know a lot of American people that hang out there and stuff like that who will just straight up call it's it airsoft. Just, yeah. But I know also a lot of Japanese people who will just call it I always make fun air. of it thinking that someone really screwed up and just did it backwards. No, well, I think it might have come down to translation or something. Oh, okay, I, that's I, why. Yeah, I think so, yeah. Japan always but tries to again, make things cute. It always just stuff. makes me laugh really. Like, God, I'm evil for this right because i'm japanese so it's like when i hear it in a japanese accent anything airsoft related i always just start chuckling like like calling hit oh, oh, anyways yeah, yeah. Go, go. so yeah so uh, he you know he just uh was telling me about that so i was like okay you know i'll, I'll come you know try it out uh i came out and funny enough i ran into uh um Elliot's uh, wife, uh, Laura, who is a, you know, a longtime uh, friend of mine from school and stuff like that. And so right away, I sort of felt at home coming here and stuff like that. And then I uh, went out, played a little bit. I didn't play with any rental guns for my first experience here. Um, I got to play right off the bat with my friend's uh, gun. I'm trying to remember what it was. How old were you when uh, you first started out? 
I think I was 25, 24. So you're mid-20s yeah, like me yeah, then. Yeah, exactly. Something like that. You know, at the time when you have a little more uh, purchasing power. and a little Yeah, more that, was, that was me too. <laughs> yeah, you know, what you, you needed a hobby to like do that. something, exactly, yeah. Exactly. Like, it was one, It was going to be one thing or the other, and I'm lucky, you know, I, I, I found this. But um, my experience was right off the bat playing with not a rental gun. So I'll, I would say my experience was a little bit spoiled in the sense that I didn't experience you the afford very, it. very dirt bottom sort of coming from the bottom kind of experience, you know, like a lot of some, some of the airsoft techs have and stuff like that. But uh, I can't remember what the gun was, to be honest with you. Um, it was a really cool custom-looking G&G gun. Um, a rental gun. Yeah. In the grand scheme of things. But G&G came in with Yeah, well, I guess so. You know, I, I'm not too sure. I couldn't remember off the top of my head. I just know that my friend likes spending money. So uh, he's not one to skimp on stuff, although... Sometimes he makes uh, poor decisions on what he spends money on. It's not always the right thing, but, you know. Uh, Let's be honest. That's all airsoft. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, you know, then it was that route. Um, then from there, I kind of got caught up into watching a lot of the YouTube videos just because I'd never been exposed to it. And I was always a big YouTube guy. So it was really easy for me to kind of find out about all the content and stuff and you know, just like everyone else, first person I ended up watching was like uh, Novrich or something like that because he was just starting to become really popular. Um, Surprise, not house gamers. Uh, well, yeah, no, I did. I um, for me, um, I think my first experience with house gamers was actually running into him here at the field and playing with mm -hmm. him and stuff like that. So, um, you know, I've been fortunate enough to, you know, have a pretty decent relationship with Dayton and stuff like that. So it's pretty cool on that front. You know, it's nice to have a local celebrity that you can kind of talk to and ask uh you know about advice on certain things and stuff like big that. Enough. yeah well hey you know they, every celebrity <laughs> is you know and then uh from there uh, i kind of just got hooked so yeah just because i'm a big video game guy so it was really nice for me to just kind of bring that from you know sitting at home and kind of just bring that out on on the weekend and stuff like that so I mean, that's, that's a that's a, a common, common thing, thing that you hear whenever you hear someone Hold introduce on. airsoft tack you're a big video game guy you're definitely not organizing video games for your group every night my phone dinging off the hook because you're like let's squad up boys i'm like no way he's the gamer <laughs> where are we dropping boys uh, yeah well <laughs> you know i try to use the sorry, uh, sorry. channels he properly. plays real games he's also uh coming for point squad leader job on squad apparently because he's just like squatting up like crazy now Ooh, i want to i want to see this now um, oh that's saying, the thing we could literally, you you could grab your crew, you could grab your crew, you could actually go against each other in armors. He's a better squad leader. I'm still trying to learn armor and all that stuff. I'm, that sounds like a cough. Out. Yeah, no, I'm, not, I'm just downloading <laughs> I'll have recently. you know, I've done 300 yeah. hours worth of ops <laughs> in armor. I've done 40 ops. Yeah, mind you, you know, it's my first time running into it, but so far my experience has been really cool. I like it. Yeah. You know, it's definitely, uh, you know, I could see the high caliber. <laughs> of it and stuff like that but, does it uh, yeah games like that does translate into airsoft as well, well exactly so. especially the kit so that was actually another thing too is that uh because i played paintball before yeah so um right off the bat that wait when did you start playing air paintball uh, I played paintball all throughout just because it was like the the bro thing to do i guess is what i would call it um Every birthday was all about, you know, paintball. If you're hanging out with the boys and stuff like it was either paintball, go-karting or going to like a swimming pool or something like that. So I got to play a lot of paintball growing up with friends and stuff. Uh, 
almost to the point where I almost purchased one of my own. Luckily, I didn't go go down that route. But um, yeah, so translating from that, the first thing that dinged off into my head was I don't have to wash my clothes as much. So. <laughs> Yeah. S- seems to be a, a, a common... You should still wash your clothes. No, no, no. no. <laughs> yes. You shouldn't wash your clothes. What I'm just saying is that, like, you don't have to sit there and run it through three, four, five times. If you have stuff on your clothes, even if it's not paintball, you should still wash it three, four, or five times. Well, if it's not coming off after the first time, uh, you're crawling through some shit. <laughs> just saying... That's just well, it is this crayon wax. If you've got other stuff on there that's not washing out, man, maybe wash your clothes more. I'm fine. I'm I'm fine. I'm glad are you I'm, I'm are you judging I'm, his clothing? I am. And yeah, I'm you, glad I'm you, on you, the other side of the table. Apparently, oh. apparently it'll get smelly if I'm close to you. I'm right Jesus. here, man. I'm right here. <laughs> Wait, you can smell him? No. <laughs> Don't you live with him? <laughs> yes, unfortunately. Or fortunately, I don't know. No. Are you oh. done? Is your story done? Sure. Are you playing airsoft? Yeah, I you play airsoft. Now? I, I, yeah. Do you love airsoft? Yeah, I play airsoft. Let's hear your story, it's man. It's really short and sweet, okay, guys? I'm sorry. You're making fun of him. Now you say it's short. Yeah, yeah, coming it is, in with it a, I'm is, sorry, you're bored. It is, it's I'm, sorry I'm timing you. Let's go. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm story so, than you. <laughs> <laughs> so, Mac getting into airsoft is basically... Oh, time's up. Moving on. I used it all up. No, uh, I, I reclaim my time. I reclaim Uno my reverso. Time. I reclaim my time. It doesn't work that way. I reclaim, sir. I reclaim my time. No. Okay, go. Uh, so Matt getting an airsoft is basically like I saw Tack going out um, just a couple years back now, and Tack was going out every now and then and everything. And at the time, my priorities in life were a lot more fixated to you know, going out and having a good time, basically partying and and hanging out with friends. God. So you're the fun brother. No, no. It also made it sound like enough. he just said Tack had no friends. <laughs> <laughs> Tack, is this true? No, basically it's the other way around. You're quiet there. Um, but basically, yeah, so I was out doing no uh, teenage, young, <laughs> adult stuff. And then basically my brother uh, and I who grew up together very closely. Uh, you know, I grew up playing Counter-Strike with Tack and everything like that. Battlefield and Call of Duty. And again, yeah, we both lived in Japan for a brief time in our lives. And um, that was my first ever Airsoft kind of experience. Was, uh, it was my first time buying an Airsoft gun too. I bought a Tokyo Maru Glock 17 Springer. So, so you yeah. bought it there? Yeah, I bought it there. Yeah, I couldn't bring it back because... What, what about the Uzi? I thought it no, was, that was the Uzi. My sec- that was my second purchase. Okay, yeah, because I remember we had the MP5. We no, had the we Uzi. Didn't, we didn't have the MP5. Yes, yes, that we was did. the neighbor kids. So no, no, that's no, no, not no. I had the MP5. Kid, I'm talking here. The kid... The neighbor kids? Yeah, the neighbor kids MP5. You don't get to call that yours. Okay? Wait, Chevy has an MP5? No, 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 no this, no, this no, is way. Oh, okay. No, no, just referencing because he knew who my neighbors were growing up. I'm like, she does not have an MP5. I wish she had an MP5. I wish she had an MP5. Would have made it such better backup. But So you guys got properly introduced to Airsoft in the homeland of Airsoft. Back in the homeland, but other than that, we were running around in the backyard or in the park and stuff like that when we were playing. And other than that that was our that like i played i enjoyed it i never picked it up again so like i didn't touch it for years and years you know i'm coming up to about three years ago here and uh tack was already playing for about a year and he really wanted to me to get in there like you know we used to play video games together we used to shoot run around shooting each other and again same thing he's talking about with the bros and paintball it was kind of like the thing to do and everything so obviously you know that whole army style running around running and gunning in real life it was like okay you know it's pretty cool pretty fun but that appealed to you right away yeah you know trying to play basically a video game in real life right so i was like okay cool this has 
something sí, that's it's, it's a common occurrence yeah, whenever you hear stories from people. It has some real world implications, right? So, <laughs> so well, let's be real. Limited on some, guys. Mike, Mike, let's be real, okay? Um, you just wanted me to call my hits finally because screaming bang, bang wasn't enough when we were kids. Bang, bang doesn't count. It does not count. Mm, Elliot. Uh, bang, Elliot. bang, hockey sticks. Oh, my God, yeah. Wait, what, um, what's this hockey stick? <laughs> So to try and finish my short and sweet story yeah, here, go. <laughs> uh, basically Tack con, uh, convinced me, basically pestered me for about a year, and finally convinced me to come out and try. But me being the dumb elitist that I am and just kind of trying to be the best at everything I can, I, there was no way I was going out there with a rental gun, right? I was like, I am not going out there with a rental gun. At the time, I was working a lot, um, so I had quite a significant amount of money stashed up because I was just working and working and working and having no life. So it was like working, partying on the weekend. and then You're just, in your mid-20s, basically. Basically, just yeah. having young, dumb fun, right? Yeah. And uh, Tat convinced me to go play Airsoft. And I got convinced. So I'm like, okay, if I go do this, I'm going to go 100% all out here. So I went and dropped about $4,000 in one day. Yeah, I went and bought all this equipment that I still laugh at myself for, for purchasing. I went and bought this uh, $600 ASG Devil uh, M4, thinking it was all good and dandy. Nope. Um, but yeah, so basically I got all this stuff to be able to play, and then I came out and I had my first day at uh, Panther here. And I had a great time. And basically from there, I got hooked. I really loved, uh, obviously I needed to know, uh, figure out the, the map, the, the gameplay, how to play, what my gun was capable of and everything like that. But that all comes with like uh, just playing. And uh, after that, I was just from there, I was like head on in, just full bore. Like, you know, I was basically living here at the field and uh, me and Tack just started playing here more. We got on the, one of the local teams here. That's when Tack and I both joined Trainwreck. And then um, basically from that, we just kept playing and, and loving our field. And, uh, you know, slowly but surely, we uh, warmed up to Elliot. And now we're part of this. <laughs> They're taking over. Oh, boy. <laughs> But uh, yeah, so that's uh, that's how I got it. Yeah, it's funny because you and Pat had similar experiences in starting up because I, being the older brother and, you know, same for um, Tack as well, we were the ones that got into it first. And brought your brothers And then we brought our siblings in. Again, being our siblings that are, um, we were like, it was... I think Pat got in like four years ago, five mm -hmm. years ago. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, so I'm like halfway through my airsoft career at that point. Yeah. yeah, and... Um, yeah, for him it was the same thing. He went out. He's like, I'm not buying a rental. I'm not. I'm not buying like you know cheap gun. You know, first gun M249. No, just, no, just, uh, his first gun was a machine gun. If I, if yeah. I remember. And, yeah, and his first gun machine gun. He's like, I don't want. I don't want no sissy gun. No, I can carry this. He wanted people to know that yeah. he did not know what he was doing. <laughs> same for you. Yeah. Well, for me, I just showed up all kitted out. Yeah. So I had a lot of people like complimenting my stuff telling me like oh wow like the, you know just giving me that atmosphere of like wow this guy really must know what he's doing and then all of a sudden he asked me like hey where's spawn or like hey what's the game mode i was chicken with my head cut off at that i remember that weekend i was like dude i don't what oh my god this makes you think i do not know what i'm talking about at all guys. like this is my first day <laughs> mm. that's how you get 
like your siblings in there, just like us guiding them through from our mistakes, right? Yeah, exactly. He did not save me at all. He encouraged all of those purchases. So. Uh, not at all. Dude, no. You, no you're no, lying right now on air. No. Don't do that. I told okay? you. I told it's going to come back and bite you in the ass. <laughs> don't do it. It's don't not, lie. It's look not. at me. Look at me. Don't look at the camera. Look at me. It's okay. okay. okay? I'm yeah. telling you right now. If you say to anyone that you tried to stop me, you're a liar. I did not advise him on his purchase choices, especially involving the gun. But, he was literally uh, right there saying, like, yeah, that's a good gun. You should try it. Before I had ever even been to Trigger. I regret it so much. He believed the salesman. That's all I have to say is he believed the uh, snake oil salesman. <laughs> Does that make you a snake oil salesman now? Yeah, 100%. It makes him a contributor. Aiding and abetting. Aiding and abiding. Yeah, yeah. yeah, don't believe anything I say, guys. Also, remember, my rentals aren't that bad. We, we've been bashing on them this whole episode, and I'm like, they're Oh, shoot. Bad. I'm sorry. No, 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 they're not that bad. No, no. I'm, mind you, like, it's like... They're know, a starter gun. Well, it's, 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 exactly, it's a starter gun. Well, most people usually complain yeah, about Let's be honest here. here. Like, when... A parent comes in here and we try to convince, like us trying to convince them to join the sport, right? Yeah. Like rentals are the way to go because like, where else are you going to get a gun if you don't know anything else, well, right? Yeah, exactly. and of Without course, dropping, like, you know, most of my grand. rentals have a shelf life of six months, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So most people are using new guns. Yeah, yeah. No, exactly. Well, I know, I know we've just rolled out a new line of, uh, we, you know, we just, I remember unboxing yeah. those ones. Now I've got to get more. Like yeah. well, on top of and that, there's a couple sleepers in there. That's what I was going to say. There, there are, are a couple yeah, sleepers if you're, in if there. If you're lucky, you might get a sleeper, you know, something yeah. that was shimmed nicely. You know? shimmed, a little bit of this, a little different MOSFET on it, I hope. Like, MOSFET yeah. running 11 ones. Yeah. <laughs> I did yeah. that for one of them. Yeah. But yeah, yeah no, for, for me, it's like I knew right away that I could get him involved just because uh, I knew he would like it. I, I, like, it's hard to convince Mac, I guess, to do a lot of the same activities I do just because he doesn't play video games at the same caliber as I do. Like... You know, the last game that we really seriously played probably together was uh, maybe Modern Warfare at the beginning, and then before that it was World of Tanks. Are so. we really forgetting Battlefield 1 here, man? You're just going to forget <laughs> about that. Like, that didn't happen. Well, like, I, that didn't happen. I'm, I'm going to say that ripped a hole in my heart because uh, I have a PlayStation <laughs> just in the corner of I my room. I didn't tell you to buy all those PlayStation games. Yeah, yeah but you don't play with me anymore, man. I was going to say, look at the size of that guy's pecs. You know where he spends his free time. <laughs> Yeah, just saying. Shots though, fired. Yeah. Anyway, but I knew that he'd be, you know, super interested in it and stuff like that, just based off of what we did as kids and stuff. So. so so let's switch gears here. Let's try it so that we, as, like, our viewers, mm -hmm. trying to convince other people to join up without embarrassing themselves, I guess, into, like, what your hobbies is. Like, what, what would be your best advice to tell people, like, hey, look at this sport. Like, for me, it's... it's a, I. I wouldn't say it's embarrassing, but like, yeah, just look up Pantera Soft and my videos yeah. pop up. <laughs> well, so I guess for people who have that outlet, they can obviously showcase stuff. You know, it's like, you know, it's 2020, you know, everyone, you know, streaming stuff and video service has been around for a solid 10 years plus now. So it's kind of the norm, I would say, you know, yeah. obviously for us, it still feels a little weird trying to put everything online and stuff because we still have privacy concerns in our mind, yeah. but the newer generations are just all about putting everything on there as a resume, so. No, I mean, how, how do we explain to people that are, you know, like trying to convince them to join the sport or join, you know, just, just for a game or, you know, come and rent? How do we yeah. convince yeah. them? Okay, so for anyone still listening, 
basically what we would uh my advice to you would just be like really uh like for me what caught me was the video game angle right yep. like is trying to get people outdoors because i am an outdoorsy person like i like to uh i like physical ex i like working out um obviously uh sports was a big thing for me growing up and everything like that so when i got out of high school and i didn't continue playing any like organized sports or anything like that th there was kind of like a little bit of a void there and everything so uh airsoft and just being part of a team too really yeah. helped me kind of like fill that void where um you know there's a group of buddies that i can kind of run and gun and hang out with and everything like that and it's in person shocker the dude with the massive pecs played sports <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm with you on that camp too because for me i i played sports as well so coming out of high school i'm like well there's nothing else like i don't really want to do like a, a league or something like that or join up with that well and i tried i tried those you know i tried adult leagues um i played community football for <laughs> what, what football american football or english football oh i forgot no, oh, here we go we i'm sorry Elliot, i played american guys. football okay you played hand egg I, Hand I, egg. I played past the pig spin, pig skin. Yeah, yeah. that's what I did. Yeah, yeah. Pig spin. I like that one. Well, pig spin. So <laughs> just spin, um, with, spin with, with, with the, speaking of the topic, I definitely can see like um, just be with the nature of the hobby and the sport of itself is it's not something that you want to push. You know, it's not it's not like something that you want to go and advertise sort of thing like like kind of like push it really? into people's kind of faces because like it can be something sort of hard to convince like i i feel like it's something like uh you have it out there sort of and if the questions come in then you answer them kind of thing just yep. because uh right off the bat i feel like people can take it in a negative tone really easily just because of the just you know yeah because looks we're looking at guns and it looks realistic but i mean I, I know what you mean exactly. at the same time it normalizes gun safety yeah yes yeah, that's that's, that's another thing like, I, no, I, would, I wouldn't be so i would say yes and yeah. no on the normalizing gun safety thing like it definitely like my look at it is that it normalizes guns being around and stuff like that but like i really wish people would work on their safety aspect of stuff just because like that's something that i see a huge you know lacking in and but stuff like thing, that to be honest, as much as, yes, you should treat them as real guns. Around yeah. here, if someone accidentally has a misfire, mm -hmm. you know they haven't discharged an actual live round. Well, exactly. So you can normalize the safety, but yes, they will be penalized. They will get in trouble, but nobody's been seriously injured yeah. on that one because a BB hit the ground instead of a ricochet from 556 five, pinged up for a 22 and hit someone in the leg, right? Exactly. So it's a huge consequence when you do that at a range. Yeah, yeah right. Exactly. Oh, yeah. And that's why they take... someone? Right? Yeah. They, like, well, they take on, a huge like, serious tone to it. And well, obviously... It when it's, yeah. it's nothing but a serious place when you're at a firing well and so right? that's where that's where my angle comes from where it's like it's hard to convince people sometimes by like pushing the fact because right off the bat uh just from my experiences of going to like events to, to promote airsoft and stuff like that mm -hmm. um mm -hmm. it's always hard when you have a parent or person of uh the public who um already comes at you with a really negative sort of uh viewpoint at it it's really hard to convince them like someone on a neutral ground i find it's a lot easier to just because like they're more willing to listen to the well, basic look we're gonna facts. say i'm gonna save you 10 minutes right there you need to figure that out as a karen and you don't need to continue talking to that person because look airsoft as a hobby um will grow by the people who want to so like you're saying if if they have some atmosphere where they're against um 
you know, like it, it being a replica gun, people do associate it with gun culture and everything like that. So like just saying that right there, if people don't want to be associated with that, then that's fine. People have their, you know, their freedoms that they don't have to interact with anything like that. But there is a lot of people out there towards where you can market it or, you know, not market it, but you can frame it as the way, like I was saying, it was just, it's, it's a team orientated hobby. Um, it's basically playing Fortnite, Call of Duty and everything in real life. And, um, I know there's a bunch of guys out there that love playing dress up. But mm -hmm. there's a hiccup there. You said like you can avoid the 10 minutes by not speaking to these people that set that up. Right. But I've won a lot of kids' mums over by talking to them about airsoft guns. Hundred percent, hundred percent. So it's like I had those ones too. Mm -hmm. yeah, exactly. Kids' mums so. love me. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Whoa, Elliot. Whoa, Whoa. Laura. <laughs> Laura. <laughs> Pick up your man. <laughs> Cup your because chick. There's a the, like a lot of them are scared of their kids being around guns. Hundred percent. And so I explain yeah. to them. I'm like, I to be honest, I'm not comfortable real, around real guns myself. Yeah. Because yeah. I know they can be dangerous. I'm like, I respect people owning their own guns. They're tools. Just it's not yeah, something exactly. I want to do, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. So I'm all for my airsoft guns. So I'm like, I explain to them the same thing. They start to have someone they can associate with, like also doesn't want to own a gun. They realize that they can have their kid in an environment that teaches gun safety without them around real guns. 100%. Mm -hmm. Yeah, That's a, and it's a viable option for that. Yeah. 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 Let's switch it up to convincing children and their moms, basically. I know, like... Well, kids are easy, right? Yeah, gonna no, I, I'm basing this out of my experience out of, like, yesterday, actually, when yeah. I was uh, helping out someone with IT issues, and then their kid noticed me that I was helping them with IT issues, and then all of a sudden, a kid goes, hey, I know you, you're from these videos, and I'm like, oh, is it, like, from House Gamers or, like, you know, Panther Airsoft? He's like, yeah, Airsoft. And then the kid sits down there, talks to me, like, for an hour while I'm trying to fix the issue, right? That's kind of cool. I'm not going to yeah, lie. Like, cute but, but annoying. You're yeah, trying, well, I'm, try, I'm, trying, I'm trying to work here, trying to fix the issue. Give me a couple minutes to talk about Airsoft. But I'm like, well, but I'm like <laughs> I, I see what Elliot means about ego. <laughs> but I see what Elliot means about ego. It just kind of... <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> anyways, the kid goes up to the mom's like, and then and then asks asks the mom is like, yeah, can, can, like I, I guess they talked and afterwards like I talked to the mom is like, yeah, um, yeah, your your my kid's really excited about your your little hobby there. I'm like, oh, airsoft. It's like, yeah. It's like, is it possible for you to take them? Because I think due to COVID and summertime, like the kids are stuck at home, nothing to do. The kid has a lot of Nerf gun collection, so that that was a good starter right there. He already has like a. Uh, like he already knows like you know what Fortnite is and you know he plays like Roblox and you know all these other games and then and and the mom goes yeah I just need him to come out of the house because I hate having him play video games so I think one way to sort of eliminate that is they're outside exerting themselves with mm -hmm. a lot physical. of physical activity and then for parents it's like that's that's a bonus because like I think airsoft would be cheaper than like putting him in a league or a sport or something like that. Well, I guess it depends on what gear. It, it depends on yeah. like Boyd how you. Well, yeah, it's like, <laughs> yeah. Honestly, just from my experience in sports and you know Max experience in sports too, growing up, it's just like yeah, like hockey, super expensive. Yeah. Right. Um, I grew up playing lacrosse and stuff like that. Um, yes, that's the cheaper thing amongst most of the sports, but still it's hockey with sticks. Yeah, it's still expensive too. You know, you with say all it's the hockey padding. with sticks. Yeah, did you not what's know? The, so the thing so you hold in hockey. So then what's hockey? After you take away the word, what's the next word that comes? Hockey stick. Okay, so it's, <laughs> a, it's a stick. What about ringette? 
That is a stick without a blade. He's talking, you're talking about field <laughs> hockey or lo, lo, lacrosse. But that's mm. a stick too. Yeah, mm. which is funny because I've known people that have played lacrosse and field hockey. They ended up with steel plates in their head because they got hit in the head and like fractured their skull. Yeah. In hockey? In field hockey. Well, I won't lie, lacrosse is a very Because field, hockey, field hockey is aggressive. <laughs> yeah, yeah. they don't have the helmets. It's mostly women. <laughs> well, them dumb guys who do it in England. Okay. All right, jump um, into so, the back in there. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, it's uh, t- you know, it's definitely, you know, it's, it's mm. well, I played it on the angle of uh, talking to the parents. Really, yeah, yeah that's that's what I did. Yeah, um, especially yesterday. if it comes down to um, talking uh, just with just about comfortability and everything like that, because I do know that I've talked to quite a few uh, airsoft moms. You know, the moms that drop off their kids, and then you know, in the beginning, you can tell. Um, how uneasy they are. Did you just give a spoiler for the next thing we're doing? Real Mums of Airsoft? <laughs> <laughs> that was actually a thing that we're going to do. Wow. But yeah, basically, you know, uh, just making sure everyone's uh, comfortable with the situation that it is, is with Airsoft being a, um, a replica gun hobby. You know, it's a running gun. You're running around and you're shooting. Each well, exactly. Other. It's this, it's fighting the stigma of guns. That's yeah. That's the hands down what it is, right? Mm-hmm. right? It's like, and that's why I tread carefully when I try and go about um, spreading, you know, the wonders of airsoft to people because it's a lightly, t- especially with what's been going on this last year and stuff. You know, not to get, you know, political and stuff, but it's like that just right there, right? It makes it tougher. I would say it's a soft introduction to you know guns yeah. and stuff yeah. because you are. Putting the elements of safety in there and, you know, gun safety. My favorite thing is the dry fire aspect. Like, for people who do want to take it to that next level, right, you, one, depending on which airsoft gun you get, right, sometimes the airsoft gun is more expensive than a real firearm. But, again, you could get a cheap GBB, and if you want to practice dry fire reloads and stuff like that and all those mechanics... You can practice that with an airsoft variant. That's that's that's, that's a good introduction for people who have real firearms, but don't have like the range time yeah. or anything that, like that. That too, exactly. To yeah, to practice, yeah. and you, you you transition to an airsoft, which basically does the same functions, mm-hmm. right? Minus the cost of ammunition. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Out of Sorry, they're doing dog training yeah. out Yeah. Um. Yeah, for children and their parents. Pretty easy to convince. Mm-hmm. Um, I think social media plays a big part of it um, in terms of, like video games and you know things that you see around, and that's why we're we have a social media presence because mm-hmm. you know it's one way to get it out there and get people interested as well. Yeah, well for me, like I always have like coworkers or friends on social media, and they like it's funny because publicly they'll make fun of me, right? Yep. Like it'll be like, wow, you're playing soldier. Why don't you just join the real army? Like, and then you did that. <laughs> but so it's like you know it's like you're, you're playing soldier you're you're running around playing with guns um isn't this a kid's game you know like these are things that i get i get a lot and everything like that but it's it, but this is publicly and it'll be funny because it's like i'll have a buddy who will say that to me online and then when next time i see him or and it's funny because like this has happened twice now at work where um guys will find out that i play airsoft or like yeah. i'll show them a picture of me and my gear and everything like that and they'll be like wow that's really sad or that's really lame and then about 20 minutes later they're gonna be like yo hey so like can i come play <laughs> <laughs> like, how do i play where do i go what how, how do we do this actually so, yeah, you're you rentals is you that know? how you got robin yeah well so rob rob actually found us on his own you know shout out to you rob if you're listening thank mm-hmm. you buddy is this mm-hmm. the robbie we're talking about with the kilt or uh, no, 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 no,
Yeah, Rod, no, Rod. sorry. Rod. No, Rod was, um, we actually know him from work. He was our old safety um, officer. Safety officer. Yeah. So you guys just sort of, sort of cascaded all well, this, mean, this airsoft pot to, like, to everybody. I actually don't know Rob's story, but I would love to double up and follow up with him on that. Because, yeah, he was a co-worker who, again, who went off all on his own and then contacted us saying, hey, I heard you guys are, you know, affiliated with Panther and everything like that. And how do I go about coming to play and everything like that? So, and that's where that relationship came from and, and stuff. So I think you become a resource at that point. You become an outreach to yeah, people exactly. that are interested because people, I've, yeah. I've, I've, I've had the same, like mm -hmm. after so many years of being here, people go, but you know, I got old friends or old coworkers or old classmates be like, hey, I heard you do this. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, yeah, well, and, and I like, do. Right there, <laughs> yeah. right? It's yeah. Like, I think, Elliot, like, I've pointed out to you at least about four or five coworkers or people that I've, like, you know, like, had in my kind of, like, workspace, like, kind of work life that have transitioned over to come into Airsoft yeah. and stuff like that. So, you know, it's a, it's a pretty cool experience to be able to kind of, like, you know... Um, you know, kind of nerd out with each other at work and be all like, oh, yeah, you know, like, check out what I did in my well, Like, you take that, that drill and you go... Enjoy, <laughs> you enjoy the ego that we've been talking about, right? When they recognize you, it's like, hey, you... You're with this place? Oh, and you're like, oh, hey, yeah, yeah. Exactly. It's playing off of the ego stroking and stuff like that. And, like, again, them coming to you, right? It makes it a lot easier to talk about the subject and all, all that other stuff, right? And, like, uh, when we do our, you know, event promotions and stuff like that, like, to answer your questions, Poi, about, you know, when trying to convince parents, you know, it's, I find it pretty easy to convince most dads, of course, um, you know, you run it, it's, and, it, and it goes both ways too, right, you know, um, but I find that, you know, it's pretty easy to convince most dads, right, it's, I find it hard to convince most moms, once in a while, you find a mom who's like, super down to earth and stuff like that, you know, and I, I you know, I, that's my experience with it and stuff like that. But once in a while, you get those guys who are really cautious about it and they want to do a lot of research and whatnot because, you know, they don't want their kid to get hurt. And, you know, that's the responsibility of a parent. And so I can't, you know, Actually, uh, on that at all. I've, I've convinced one mom before that um, Panther is like a daycare for both kids and adults. 100%. Or you drop off your, you know, man or your bo little boy or, you know, girl mm -hmm. even. And then you leave it to the staff to take care of your. I, I <laughs> you take care of your. I cannot wait until my wife drops me off at the field, <laughs> and I wave back at the car with Elliot standing there. Elliot, is this like one of those things you see at the field where, like, I, I know exactly who already has this happen. I was yeah, just gonna yeah, say yeah. this too. Like, I don't <laughs> want to give out names, but it's like I, there's a oh, couple guys. Oh, yeah. It's caveman. Yeah. <laughs> we love you. We love you. <laughs> Wife drops him off, takes a car with the kids for the day. I'm not gonna lie, that's like the perfect like. I mean, setup right for there. for the dude right there, be like, oh, I'm free. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for the guys out there with kids, I know why you come here. Yeah, yeah. Well, everybody needs some me time, and if yeah. this is where you have the chance to, mm -hmm. you know, and this is a great place to have a chance to kind of just, you know, come sling some BBs with the boys, you know, uh, you know, try and clear. Kick, uh, clear kill house together and maybe mm -hmm. you did it maybe you didn't and you got stuff to talk about back at the office of your co-workers or you know back at the work site for me and my co-workers and yeah, yeah. it's just it's or a, a kid you don't want to hang out with your parents best place to be too mm -hmm. we'll, we'll make sure we put you on opposite teams yeah <laughs> Except for the legal reasons i think someone under 16 has to be with their parents it's under 12 under 12 because yeah. yes. we allow people 10 and well, so just a up, question for yeah. you guys. Like, uh, what do you guys? Who who do you find is like the most uh, interesting 
groups of people, I guess, to come when they're like new or new or like uh, like. It's like usually friends. okay. Um, Thirteen-year-old kids coming as a group of friends. They are the funniest group. Okay. Because they yeah. all, their parents have dropped them off. They've signed in. The parents are starting to leave, mm-hmm. and the memes just start flowing. Mm-hmm. Right. That's how we end up getting to know Dave and his friends. Right. Yeah. But yeah. They're, they're, they're at the window, and they all have their own level of memes, and you're like, they're funny, and I get them, and now I feel young again. Yeah. <laughs> I love those kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, kids, kids like that are pretty lively out of the field. I, I definitely great. like the father-son combos and like, or like the mother-daughter combos, which do happen. I've seen one, one here and there and I've stuff seen, like I've that. I've seen a few. You more know, more but more like more you know, more like more the, the parent parent combos, I really like that just because um, that's an experience that I wish I had with my. Um, you know, with my parents. I wish uh, the old man had gas. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. But and so when I see that, I definitely see that as a really cool moment for them and memory for them to cherish and stuff like that. So, you know, that's another way of building into Airsoft as well because, uh, you know, starting with them at, at a young age, you know, you spark that flame or whatever it is. It's a good connection say, with yeah. the parent and, you know. Exactly. And if they leave it alone for, I don't know, five years just because of how young they are and stuff like that and they come back to it again, like, for us, right, back in their 20s when they have some purchasing power, yeah, you know, and uh, they pick it right back up again. Yeah. So... Yeah, that's some pretty good advice there for a lot of, uh, um, let's see here. Okay, how about this? If you had to describe Panther in one sentence to people to get them in, what would you say? One Ooh, sentence. Good one. Wait, sentence or words? One sentence. Okay, we can. How many words can I have? In this However much. <laughs> it's a sentence. Okay. When you stop yeah, breeding. I, <laughs> yeah. I got mine, but I'll let you guys go first. Okay. Well, well, I want. I kind of want to hear. I want to cheat off you. Let's okay. Try. Come for the memes. Stay for the guns. Oh. That's a pretty good one. Yeah. Yours? Do you got one? Um, I'm just here with a group of friends, so I use it's. It's like family here for me at this point. So I, I just come here to hang out with family. What about you? For me, a panther in one sentence. Uh, I came here for some fun, but I stayed for the family. Hey. Mm, that's a good one. Uh, I came to shoot other people, but I ended up shooting my friends. That sums up your uh, weekend quite often. Go ahead, hit that subscribe button. <laughs> <laughs> um guess there's nothing else really to talk about in our past experiences here um i mean there's so many ways for like so many different situations for other people to, to convince other people to join in depending yeah different walks of life um if you're you know if if you're a viewer that's like under what is it like 16 or something mm-hmm. like that yeah and you need parents to come in here and and trying to convince them, I think that's another way. It's like trying to convince them to get you here is like pretty hard point mm-hmm. to to get to, especially when your parents are really strict. I mean, yeah, I've it, talked to parents like that as well. Yeah. That's that's probably those are the ones that are like I've talked to before, where you know kids interested, and then mm-hmm. because I get messages from people online and stuff, and be like, yeah, I'm interested, but my parents won't let me. You know, you know, won't let me like won't let me come in here because they have to sign for her. And so mm. it's, it's much harder for them. So for them, it's like kind of quash for their dreams. So they just end up watching like resources online, like YouTube and stuff, you know, how fun it is to play airsoft and stuff. Um, like do mind that like videos like that. It's not, it's like half of it is, it's, it's like 30% fun. And then the, like the rest of the 70% are like work for, for me and my group as well. So it's, 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 
It's fun when you come here with a group of friends. Like, if you come here solo, I mean, there are a few kids that come here solo before, and they meld pretty well with other people, but... Well, the community's pretty accepting, yeah. right? You're, if, you don't, if you don't show up with someone, you're going to end up tabling with someone, you're going to end up playing with somebody, unless you really are one of those nitty-gritty lone wolf that, you know, like yeah. the occasional Sasquatch players that we come out here. Yeah. They, they kind of, like, don't like to mingle with anyone else. They well, don't want to admit that they came out here. Is, like, uh, Rod, funnily enough, always sits by himself, but always welcomes people to hang out with him. But he just likes a little bit of privacy to spread out. And if someone wants to hang out with Rod, great guy. So it's kind of a weird one because it's like you can tell when someone wants to be left alone. Yes. But great guy. Let's be honest here. We're all socially awkward here, like in the field, but we kind of are held together by this one sport, which is also socially awkward to the rest of the society. If you can formulate words, you're going to find a friend at Panther. You do what on the weekend? Yeah. Yeah. Even for the most socially awkward people, you know? Like, I definitely, uh, like, uh, when I see certain parents and stuff like that, you know, where they have, like, kids who, you know, stay at home inside quite often and stuff like that, and they say that uh, they don't get along with a lot of people, you know, yep. and so they also are afraid of them, you know, interacting with people out here. But most of the time, the people that they'll end up running out here are the people that they play with online and stuff like that. So, you know, they'll mesh. Yeah, really well I, with the I find that... I find that common in kids where, where one plays like on his own or a birthday party where they had a group of friends and then, you know, like weeks after that, they all start coming in uh, on a regular basis because their group of friends like start to get into the sport. Like not all of them will get into it. Like we, we do get once in a while that kid who doesn't like getting hit and, you know, they'll yeah. cry. Like, we'll, we'll, like, our staff will do our best to take care of them. Unfortunately, it's not, like, for everybody. Yeah. I was just going to say, kids like that are going to have a lot more worse things to look forward to in life than just yeah. getting hit by a So, baby. like, for that, it's, it's hard to convince those kids. But for the ones that are, like, truly excited, you planted a seed in their head being, wow, this is actually fun. Exactly. Yeah. And... They tell their group of friends that this is fun, and then it just cascades. Kind of like what happens at work, right? Like, they look at you and be like, wow, you do this, and then, you know, all of a sudden they come hey, back. Man, I've got people waiting for the rentals to open up more. You know? Yep. So, like, that's all it is. And from there, you know, I'll yeah. see. We'll have some more people joining us and stuff. And um, Well, they can take it this five already. Yeah. yeah, well, I told them that, but they want to bring a group bigger. Mm -hmm. So, I, you, well, know, you I, realize it's not going to be for a long time. Yeah, I, yeah. I said. You were trying to convince, like, pre-COVID and everything like that, right? Like, trying to convince coworkers is not too hard. Because I know, like, um, with big uh, company outings, they usually opt for paintball. So, um, you know, definitely. I, I think paintball is more of a acceptable social sort of uh, it, it, it is, activity because that's that's more known exactly it's more well known but i feel like um as soon as you talk to the administration and you put it forth to them that uh, airsoft is like a third of the cost of yeah. uh, what they're paying for it and they can actually play for longer okay i've, I've tried that at work it didn't work they're like yeah, oh guns look scary that's exactly. that's that's the first reaction that's actually this is, uh, yeah see i mean everyone gets away with it because paintball guns look stupid it's like, yeah so who puts a hopper on the top so what you're saying is what G&G &G did last year is the thing. I hate that so much. I actually don't even – I hate that you brought that up. Yeah. I hate the drop stock. Yeah. I hate speed softers. Yeah. Like, Just because of that, I'm going to build a EuroTAC speed soft. You go gun. right ahead with your G36. What? What? <laughs> Here we go again. <laughs> if you build a gun with a hopper in it, I'm going to put rocks in it. There's not – I'm not going to build a hopper in it. There's no, there's no hopper. You're going to put a drop stock. 
I'll tell you what. I'll pour Gorilla tank. Glue in it. There will be an air tank in it. <laughs> air tank. Gorilla HPA, of I'll course. reseal the hole in his gun. Oh, my God. HPA pistol. No. Don't lie to me. No. I see it in your eyes. <laughs> um, another question that came up whenever I'm talking to parents or people I'm interested, right? The next question they usually ask is, does it hurt? Yes. That's, that's, that's a common one that, that, that comes up whenever I'm having discussions with them. Well, what, what are your guys' strategy for, for dealing with that? Um, so if I'm dealing with a person, one of the first things I always ask is, have you ever played paintball? Right? Because that's true. is super similar to paintball. It's just about 90% cooler. 10% um, uh, for miscellaneous things, guys. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so I always uh, kind of try and compare it to that. And for the people that say yes, and then I ask them, you know, like, well, did you get shot? And they're like, yeah, that hurt. I'm like, okay, a little less than that. There you go. <laughs> like, and, well, that's okay. That's survivable. So it's like, all right, well, then you could handle playing airsoft. The people that haven't been shot by that, I always try and kind of like uh, describe it as kind of like a bee sting. Like, it, you know, it hurts that one brief quick second and everything like that. And after that, it's all kind of like, uh, try to dissipate the pain. So it's like after that, it's I, I don't know. I, I usually associate it by taking, like, flicking the skin kind of like that. Mm. And that's how much it hurts. And they're yeah. like, oh, that's not bad. Yeah, I feel like you're lying to them, though, right? Because you're like, are you telling me a finger flick is bad? It's, 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 it's a gateway. Into the sport. <laughs> yeah, you're bringing it in with lies. I see no problem with that. I see no problem with that. I feel, I feel, I feel like uh, most manufacturers out there lie to us all the time. Chocolate, and then it turns out to be coffee. It's a lot stronger than I was ready for. <laughs> well, what's your strategy there, Elliot? Yeah, yeah. Well, no, I mean, okay. So I definitely understand that it can be painful, especially right now in the summer. Ooh, like I know last weekend, uh, or sorry, not this last weekend, but two weekends previous, where we had a couple of. Trouble incidents out on the field. Hey, bro, there. that stock gun shooting hot. With overshooting, and um, you know, a lot of it comes down to like being the summer months. A lot, of pe a lot of people are wearing less, and they're coming out of winter airsoft where you're wearing a lot more. So, a kind of solid thud when you're wearing a bunch of clothes compared to it hitting bare skin, and you know, you're starting to really feel that HPA gun, um, or you know, some of the upgraded AEGs out there on the field. Not like, even upgraded stock gun. Sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm not yeah, I understand. I, I understand. I know. Adamantly say to me that this guy was shooting hot. And when I came out, I had to literally walk away and tell the guy to grow up. Yo, I had a guy tell me last weekend. So this was a good weekend last weekend. But I, I know we're trying to keep track of some of the dumb things that are asked. Okay. I had a guy. I, HP, I chronoed an HPA player. And he thought I was singling him out, like him and him only, no, yeah. which I am. Anyone with HPA, I'm singling you out. I play with HPA, and um, I ask a question because a lot of people are worried no, about no, HPA. Don't give away the secrets because then they're going to deflect, so just leave it at that. Why? I want them to be responsible. Give me the right they're answer. They're not responsible, though, so they're going to lie to you with a fake answer. Don't, don't give them that satisfaction. All right. Whatever. Anyways, jump back into topic here. Uh, yeah. Well, steer me back, Captain Foy. So, how do you convince people that it's not like, uh, the, the, well, like I mean, what, it, what it feels like? Uh, so, I mean, I was, uh, look, most people have had immunization shots. So, I mean, I guess you could kind of compare it to that. So it's like a shot. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, the pain will go away faster, depending. I don't know. Any, anyone else have any advice on yeah, what the to say? Yeah, the one of all. Why don't you go get shot? Yeah. Yeah, but that's the, well, first we have to get them here to get shot. Okay, come out. 
Get shot or if you don't like it, you can leave. I'm not yeah, holding it. Yet. Exactly. <laughs> like Elliot's way. Just get it done and over with. Yeah, well, that's the thing. Like you, may, you could try it. You're like, actually, I hate this. It's like, okay, yeah. go home. That's fine. No one's going to stop here. But if you're like, actually, that, that was that's fine. I yeah. can do this all day. So do you're they get shot there. and then yeah. they get to shoot someone? Or are we going to shoot? let them shoot someone? If they and would then like they to stand down range and just get shot, I will happily oblige. Yeah. If they want to go and get shot in the middle of a game for the first shot, also fine. Yeah. I don't really care either way. I just suggest getting shot to know what it feels like. Yeah, okay. Okay, yeah, that's, that's a good advice. I'm pretty blunt, you know. If, when they ask me, it doesn't hurt, I'm not going to, you know. It can. I'm, well, it's not it can, it, it does. It's like I'm not going to beat around the bush. I'm going to tell them it does hurt because getting shot hurts, especially if you're not used to it. But you can get used to being shot, right? Yeah. Just like any pain, you can get used to it. So for anyone pain. Who, like, I, who's trying to get in, does it hurt? Yeah, you can get used to the pain, though, just like anything else. Um, if you've played sports or anything physical in your life, then you have nothing to worry about because you, you've experienced pain before. Tough but it out. Uh, but your logic, yeah. that means 50 Cent doesn't feel nine mil rounds anymore. <laughs> <laughs> well, he, he lived. Yeah. But he doesn't feel them now? No, he didn't feel them after the first one. <laughs> <laughs> The other eight were just kind of like, yeah, send them my way. It's that meme, this is fine. <laughs> oh, my god! But, yeah, no, that, I, I don't know. That's that. I'm pretty blunt with that when it comes to the pain factor because I, I try not to lie to them because a lot of people who, I, and I've seen it too, um, on a hot, like Max saying, on a hot day where they'll come out, they'll play, and they they're may wearing not, nothing. Well, let's, let's say, say they, not, they don't have the best experience. Let's say they start off on like a short city game and there's like a lot of people with like, a, I'm not going to say high rate of fire guns, but like a lot of people who like semi-spamming, yep. you know, and that's probably not the best intro for a new player to get into just because... <laughs> You're going to have Mr. Uh, I want to <laughs> send five down just to make sure that guy's calling is hit kind of thing. And that's not a really f good first experience. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no, and, and I've had, like, people's come up to me and be like, man, this sucks because I'm getting hit a lot. I'm mm. like, And I see it, too. And yeah. And seeing it sucks because you can see the atmosphere and the energy kind of start dipping down and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, and, and we've already had discussions about this from previous podcasts, how we need to take care of, like, you know, the younger players and stuff like that. Because mm. as a community, we have well, to, like... the newer players, right? Yeah, Age yeah. doesn't really matter. No, age doesn't matter. It's new players, they're getting into this, you know. And I mean, we rely on our community yeah. to keep this going. I mean, that comes right? down on us, like, just kind of calling out the community in general, right? Because, like, yeah, you're saying, like, you got new players coming in. Like, ob they're obvious new players. Like, for any regular that I talk to that would try and argue with me that they don't know that that was a new player, it's pretty obvious if you watch them play. Like, <laughs> A, you don't know the map. B, you don't know how to play, like, you know, how to move, how to, you know, run from cover to cover. Like, basic things, right? So it's yeah. like you're able to kind of pick that up. And for the guys that are trigger spamming, like you're talking about and stuff like that, if I need to send 20 rounds down range to, like, make that guy call his hits, I'm either A, like, got a really shitty gun. Right? Like, or really shitty aim. Yeah, because, like, target identification to me is, like, pretty big. Like, you know, if I'm playing even in, like, a CQB game, like, I try and, you know, get myself to a level where it's, like, you know, I, could, I, I know if a guy's got his hand up, I'm not going to shoot at him. Right, mm -hmm. like you, mm -hmm. you should be able to be quick and differentiate those factors, yeah, yeah. and then also with like someone wearing like just a t-shirt, 
I'm gonna send maybe one, two rounds at him. The guy with the plate carrier, that's where it's like, okay, I might send maybe a few more at him or whatever, but I also know what my gun's capable of to what extent where I, like, you know, I have my gun tuned. <laughs> my gun performs well, where I, I, think, I, I think you've already told people what your gun's capable of in another podcast, so yeah. let's not keep repeating well, that point on yeah. there. Trigger spammers have never brought a new person out. Yeah, Because no, ex- 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 exactly. the second they bring a new person out, they're like, wait, I don't want my friend or my younger brother yeah. or sister to feel that yeah. then stop doing it yeah. it's always that i'm the uh, i'm a lone wolf on this yeah, second they bring out someone new and that's why you can see it like a lot of people that have brought out new players they are a lot calmer towards newer players mm-hmm. because they've brought them out and they know what it's like for them now because they've experienced it through like a first-hand experience yeah, yeah exactly mm. yeah. and well and also too like um you know, with new players like rather than going to like a normal balanced sort of kind of game and then like some of the super tricked out matches sometimes people can get into where, like, again, their guns are super tricked out, so their experience is going to be completely falsified and different and stuff like that, right? So, you know, you want to build on that sort of first-time experience and kind of, you know, organically grow it. Let, right? let me ask this. When you guys played your first Airsoft game, was, like, when you went back to your regular jobs, well, other than Elliot, sorry, but <laughs> because you were a child, but your excitement level and how you see things was so different that it kind of just changed from like, man, I can't wait to play it next week or something like that, right? Was it like that for you guys? Because for me, it was because me, regular old desk job, you know, you know, doing paperwork and stuff. And then all of a sudden this weekend's like, whoa, I'm like a weekend warrior. Hell yeah. And then afterwards come back to your job. No, and was, like, my, mine was kind of different though, but you said, cause I was a kid after I played, I went home and in the garden in the evenings after school, I was playing with my gun, playing airsoft by myself. Yeah. Bad. <laughs> uh, oh, I, lived, I lived on a farm. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, for me, after I got into it, that actually, after that first weekend there, I literally had like looked over at my brother and I was like, bro, when are we going again? Like, um, there were some awkward moments there, so, you know, some, some like hard moments there where I was getting overshot or I was getting shot. I wasn't used to the pain of getting shot and everything. Mind you, I'm wearing all the equipment, so it's still got you in the jiggly bits. It can still hurt, right? Um, but, uh, yeah, like, for me, the sense of when I got shot, I wasn't so ma- so. I wasn't to the point where it was like, I don't want to play this anymore. I was more along the lines of, okay, how can I attack this better now to like not get shot? How can I shoot the guy who just shot me? I want that revenge points, 100 plus or 50 on COD or something. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. I want that re- the but, revenge. But from, from your feeling or like experience standpoint, like it changed after you played your first game, right? Like yeah. you looked at it like, oh man, like, wow. Yeah, well, I definitely looked at, like, the things that are possible with this after talking and introducing myself to the community and everything, meeting all the other super cool people that are all part of this community. It was like, yeah, wow, I, I want to come back. I think, and for for that experience, that only lasts once because that's that's your first game, and you, you kind of get leveled after that. Oh, it just that. keeps growing from that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because the last time I felt that experience was, like, when I first joined my Milson West. That was, like, you know, a step up, right? Because that's different. You come back to your regular job, you're like, Man, this is boring. <laughs> I, I won't lie to you. Yeah, when you when you bring up Milsom West, uh, every time I go to a Milsom West, it feels real boring that next week. I'll I'll tell you that. Like you sit there and just because we can only go down to one sort of event close by and stuff, that I do have that like holy. That was, you know, that was super, super. So this is why we're talking. PTSD. So PTSD, literally. But uh, like, uh, uh, for my first experience, it it wasn't so much like that. It was definitely for me more of a, it's like a sweet. This is something I can get into. This is something that I can do. 
kind of um, I don't always have to, you know, sit at home and play or this is something else that we can do just because my friends and I were doing a lot of go-karting. Yeah. So it's like I much prefer to shoot my friends than now race them. I'm not going to lie to you about that. <laughs> so, like, this is why we're, like, mentioning this topic is because, like, you want to capture that first-time experience. And you, if you think we're, like, catering to that first-time experience, yes, we are because, like, you know, our community needs it. Like, the more we grow, the, the more people we have, the more, you know, funds get thrown into this. Like, you know, Trigger will love it because they're getting more, you know, sales and then they'll put in more stuff and then the field can grow as well in terms of, like, you know, like having more revenues and having more people come in here. And maybe one day we'll actually get a G11. <laughs> <laughs> the community is big enough. One day. Well, what in the hell are you talking about? Well, wow. that was totally like... The, the rev- the, they write on what the revenue says because we're already working on something for the field because of the revenue. Yeah, true. Exactly. Yeah. No, definitely growing the player base is definitely a good thing. Like, you know, um, you know, touching on the small factors like, you know, like the children, the, the parents and families that come out and play, the the bros, you know, stuff like that. The, the community's for everybody. There's a little slice of pie for everybody. And, um, yeah, you know, it just comes comes down to uh, to wanting to have a slice, right? Because again, we're not going to, uh, we're not going to pussyfoot around and tell you that it, it, like these aren't jail blasters. You know, you're going to feel it, like and. Um, Is that the Australian? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Think, wow. Yeah. Have you ever seen those things? They're terrible. Well, the Australian and Taiwan, the I believe. I've seen, terrible. I've seen. I've seen them. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Everything's <laughs> the same internally, from what I understand. But they just call it gel blast. No, it shoots no, a no, gel. She shoots gels, like gel, like yeah. actual like gel a BB, blast. but it's a gel BB. I wasn't aware of this. You have to keep them wet, dude. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. It's t- yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Your magazine yeah. is basically a water gun, right? Yeah. <laughs> essentially, yeah. Dude, I'll get my super soaker. Let's yeah, go. Yeah, you see, stuff can actually happen with that stuff. I'm not gonna lie. What? It's wet. <laughs> What Navy SEAL stuff? Pull it out of the water and you're still good to go. Oh, okay. Okay, anyway. <laughs> Did you understand what he was saying? No, it took, it took a sec. I needed that explanation too. That, on that context one. right yeah. there. Context matters, everyone. <laughs> we lost track there. Um. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, bringing new players into the game is definitely um, the end goal of it all, right? Growing the community. Um, us being the largest field here in the lower mainland, um, you know, we're constantly able to uh, grow and change our dynamic, which is something that's cool. Largest field in all of BC. Largest field in all of BC. I apologize, Elliot. Thank you. Um, (laughs) You know, yeah. So, like, there's a lot of things that we want to try. A lot of things that have been tried in the past and everything kind of fell apart. But, um, you know, that came from, like... The community wasn't ready for it. Yeah, the community wasn't ready for it. It's, It's really hard to 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 do stuff with 40 guys, right? 40 regulars. Yeah. yeah. So we're a lot more than 40 regulars now. Uh, we're more than that. <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, you that's know, just the amount of teams now. Yeah. Yeah. God, our average weekend here blows. I've, I've seen like Panther grown from like 10 years ago from like, you know, a tiny like airsoft side sort of like, you know, 10 versus 10 well, community to now. Yeah. But now we have regular drop in games. We have private training wrap grounds. We yeah. have games running other languages for those that are, yeah. ESL, mm. it's like here you go. If you would ha- you want an experience, it's everything. Mm. Yeah, and um, you were mentioning like you you had a slice of what the average age group is yeah. in Panther. Um, so what what is it? Because of us do mandating online waivers, I get to have age statistics now of the player base: eighteen to twenty-four year olds, 
it does it does kind of tail end towards younger people, but it's like the, the older group you could tell have been parents filling out the waivers because the ones that never get ticked off as they're playing, they're just kind of sitting there and they're always the older group. So yeah, you do have old players, but it's 18 to 24, and then it tail ends towards younger players. Okay. Mm. Well, there you go. That's definitely the people that we see out, right? It's, that's it's a number you want to see. I w I'm not going to lie. Like, that's a nice number to see for demographic-wise. Yeah. Then, uh... Why? Well, just because, like... But why? But why? Oh. Why, Ty? I'm not going to be signing. Why? <laughs> why? I just want an explanation. <laughs> um, I think that just about wraps up, um, like, how to get new players into airsoft uh you guys have any other uh, sort of inputs that you want to put in here like last last thought stick around long enough and you get to be part of stuff like this yeah well definitely thanks elliot i feel old <laughs> <laughs> i'd be more in line of you'll invite them in poi oh okay <laughs> yeah I, I don't know why you took it like that yeah <laughs> just kidding but, you ain't that um... much older than us <laughs> Yeah, like I definitely see it as like a group thing. So for the guys that are out there uh, coming solo, uh, there's tons of people here. Uh, the community's great. You know, there's a bunch of teams in the parking lots and everything like that. You're more than welcome to, you know, I know they're all accepting of everyone. So, you know, you, you go up, team up with them, uh, run a few games with them, maybe even try and get on their teams and stuff like that. You know, it's a... It's, uh, it's it's all about what you want to do um you know for the guys that just come out and play with their group of friends only yeah do that too you know like um like poi was saying at the beginning like maybe if there's six of you or more you know you guys want to create a patch design get some discounts there you just got to talk to elliot and keep coming back um and yeah like that's that's basically the name of the game right is yeah. there's always next weekend there's always another game like you know so don't don't ever think it's like you run all year round too hey yeah. This is, I got an idea. Anyone still listening all the way at the end? Give me a name for my next op I'm going to run at Panther. The best one will win. I'll give you free admission to the op if, you, if I take your name for the op. <laughs> there you go. There we go. A little challenge for anyone that's still listening. Um, Thank you to everyone that's still listening. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Ty. So my last takeaway for, for this topic is, like, I think the onus is up to the players, us, who are veterans of the sport. Um, to go out there and not actively recruit, I wouldn't say that, but sort of like bring it up. Like I've I've done my work in terms of like video, like in YouTube, and as well as like you know with my my, my team, the meme team as well. Um, to go out there and and introduce airsoft to like the younger generations and stuff, and you know I've done live streams at the field to make it so that people know what we do out here, you know, and as well as like managing the social media stuff here. Like it's out there. It's just. A lot of people just don't know how to approach this or are scared or, you know, just don't know any information about it. Um, you know, it, it's, it's up to us players, like, and you, you, the viewer, to go out there and be like, yeah, if they're interested, like, let them know, you know. And if they want to play with you, then heck yeah. Like, it's better to play with friends. It's better to play with people you know, you know, introduce them. I think the comfort factor is someone coming in here and they already know someone, right? And they come in here and be like, oh, yeah, no, this is... Great, I had a great time. You know, my friend introduced me to this. Maybe I'll introduce them later on the line. They're going to introduce someone else to the sport. So, if you build it, they will come. <laughs> Do you remember that that line was also used in Eight Legged Freaks? Was it really? Yeah. I was going off like bench warmers. Yeah, like, but I mean, like Eight Legged Freaks. They said that about the mall because they all. I, I only remember it. bench warmers. It was. It's a bad movie, but it's so good. Just giant spiders. Rob Schneider. <laughs> <laughs> Um, all right. Well, Pac, do you have any well, last? My, my take is just, um, you know, do your research. Um, 
Try not to jump into things too quickly. Um, Except that, so I'll jump right in. Yeah, especially if you're a new player, you know. Um, and uh, I guess I would just like to end off with, uh, if you've ever made any unnecessary purchases, go ahead and hit that subscribe button. <laughs> He's attacking you. Uh, oh, Mac. Um... Last thing, if you haven't uh, done so, uh, there is the ASG Night Games tonight as well. Um, uh, if you're watching this now or on a Friday, it's going to be tonight. Um, check them out. Um, Friday, Airsoft. August 7th. August 7th. Is it August 7th? Wow. August 7th already? We're already wow. in August. Wow. wow. And We've then, been... I don't know if you guys saw it. Is it public yet, the other thing that Julian announced? Um, I'm not too yeah. sure. I, oh, I, I probably shouldn't yeah, say no, it. Oh, <laughs> spoiler alert. He, he made me co-host for it. And one of, uh, let's just say, all I'm going to say is there's an op, right? Okay. Oh, there you go. People looking for ops. My legacy in the op. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I think we'll end this off here. That is it. This is Poi, your host. We have Elliot. Bye-bye. And time. Mac. Take it easy, guys. Thanks for listening. I'll see you guys on the weekend. <laughs> And we got tacked there. All right, that is it. We'll see you guys on the next live stream. Or no. Oh, no! <laughs> Ruined. That was from my previous segments. I'll see you guys on the next uh, Pantera Suffolk Table Talk. Goodbye.